Welcome to the Podness with Face, Pat, and Tiz. What's up, guys? Welcome to the Podness. The show with three friends separated by distance, connected by brotherhood, having weekly conversations that you can join in on. As always, I'm one third of the Podness, your boy, Tiz, along with... Boom, lightning strikes, the other third of the Podness appears, Padawan, <laughs> along with... Yeah, it's facing the place and I'm wide awake. <laughs> Stay woke. You Niggas know it. sleeping. Uh, but yeah, yeah if you uh, saw last episode, then you already know what we're talking about there. Um, but um, anyway, anyway, um, last episode was really fun. Um, it's another, it's another episode. It's the Jordan episode, as you call it. You know, episode twenty-three. We right back oh, in the face here. Um, and yeah, we about to talk some silly shit this evening because Tiz is feeling real uh, goofy. Like, um, a lot of negativity has been going down in the past few weeks, months, the past year, half, you know. Life. Yeah, it's It's been rough. So, uh, man, we about to just, yeah, talk that shit this evening. Um, talk that shit. So I'm gonna kick it on off, man, and I want to know what is the best black sitcom of all time? So any, era, any era since since the TV was invented and became a household thing. Well, I can tell you the worst. It's hard for me to tell you the best. I can definitely <laughs> tell you the worst. <laughs> what the damn? <laughs> that was quick. What's the word? Helps eliminate. Some homeboys in outer space. Oh, oh no, God. man! I used to like that show. <clears throat> Look at it now. You'll be it's like, ridiculous. oh yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> I liked it when it was out, but I I knew then that it was some BS. I just like the fact mm-hmm. that they were in space because I like space. Worst rock sitcom. Now I now I'm a, I'm gonna ask y'all when y'all judging y'all like ranking systems and stuff. Or like how you get to your favorites or whatever. Do y'all judge it off of like as far as sitcoms go? Do y'all judge it off of like acting, the quality of the show itself, or the or like how much it makes you laugh? How much it makes me laugh? Okay, that shit gotta make sense to me. And and uh, another factor, how much I can leave it in the background and not get bothered by it. Okay. You know, face you more of the writing part of it. Yeah, you gotta, everything got to culminate together. It can't be funny and just be funny for no goddamn reason just because y'all got random jokes, man. It got to be funny and make sense. Everything got to be perfectly timed. It got to be an actual show. It's got to be put together well. I ain't going to just like it just because it's a black shit. I'm, I'm not one of them people. I'm going to support it just because it's black. It could be some mm-hmm. bullshit just because it's black, too. So, I mean, I ain't going to support some bullshit. I just I ain't gonna wait no I ain't gonna watch no Caucasian shows if they some bullshit either some shit fuck it my 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 eyes uh if you get my view in time that's precious for shit that's real so it got to be uh, it's a well cultivated show from the writing to the acting to the to the the whole show premise because I mean it's some it's some shows out there regardless of what race made them just don't make no fucking sense um mm-hmm. I mean like the the whole premise of like sense. yeah. I mean, hey, I don't have like what the fuck. So, mm-hmm. like, Family Matters was a cool show, but 
if you if anybody really know about the show, it was a spinoff show, and Harry was supposed to be the main character, but they really couldn't drum up no drum up nothing with Harry. So Urkel's first appearance, he drew a lot of a lot of um good ratings off him. So they twisted the show and made it about basically about him being the main character, uh, based off the fam of the other family. So I mean. It didn't make sense at first, so it wasn't a good show. So they saw how it was some bullshit, and they switched it around to make it a good show. <laughs> you said it was so. about Harry? Who? Yeah. Yeah, Harry was, was the uh, elevator worker on Perfect Strangers. Yep. Yeah. Oh. That's my shit, Perfect Strangers. Balky was that funny. Yeah. Standing tall on the wings of our dreams. That's my shit, Wood. <laughs> Hell no! <That's> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> that motherfucker, he was on Broadway right there, boy. It was standing. <laughs> oh, man. That's a man. <laughs> man, all right. So for me, man, the one I had to think hard about this. All right. So the best black sitcom of all time to me, the one that made me laugh more than any other one, is Fresh Prince of Bel Air. And it was tough, but I look at it like, I don't know whether it was through sheer volume because it had more episodes than a lot of other shows or whether it was also just due to the funny because like, I never thought that Will was that funny. It was always the side characters. Like Carlton was my favorite character on the whole show. Like I thought that dude was hilarious. Like Alfonso Ribeiro, he deserved a damn Emmy for that shit, man. That dude used to have me fucking weak. Oh, oh yo, when that like just everything he did when he was when he was running and then he slid mm-hmm. across the uh set, it was like oh, no, yeah. <laughs> yo, that shit was fucking gold. Like that's comedy gold, bro. Like it, you can't make up shit when he was uh when he was the thug. All of a sudden. Cause he oh, was standing yeah, uh, in the apartment with Will friends. Oh God! And then he had on like the silk, the silk <laughs> the scarf on his head, like it was a do rag. He was walking around a silk shirt on, like yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> like I don't know, but yeah, uh, Fresh Prince is like my number one A, and then number one B, like I wanna. I want to just say one flat out, but I can't. So I'll just say one B will have to be Martin. Like, uh-huh. them two shows, like, probably I got have brought me to tears laughing more than any other two shows that were a sitcom variety. Now, if you go to like sketch comedy shows and stuff like that, then it's hands down. Those are probably going to be the shit that makes me laugh harder because I'm more into that type of format. But yeah, Fresh Prince and Martin. You can take whichever one depending on the day. What about y'all? I think um, I think Martin's my first. And like really thinking about it, Cause Martin, I can leave Martin on 
and just in the background. <laughs> so you don't doing... want to actually watch the show? <laughs> no, no, just, look, like this was. <laughs> there was a show about how much you cannot watch the show and be cool with it. No, 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 this is it. This is the part. Just wait, wait till I come. I, I could leave it on. I could be doing whatever I need to do, like whatever side work or whatever drawing I'm doing in the background or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then after my ADHD wear off, I can jump right back into an episode and then just laugh. Just, just laugh. He's the only, like, that's the only show I can just hop right into the episode at any time and just get into the episode and just laugh the whole time or whatever. Like, I feel like I laugh hardest with, um, with Martin or whatever. Okay. I don't, I don't know what it is, but it's just that, that show, whatever. Martin, um, fresh, I, these are not in any particular order, but I'll say, uh, my next favorite is a different world. Okay. I'm just, yeah, I don't know. It's a different world. Just oh, it, it really got me. Like one, it it just promoted the fuck out of college or whatever. But that I don't is know. a big it's reason just, I went to college. I ain't gonna even front. Yeah, that, and, that and my family pressure, but that, it was yeah, just a fun show. And then it was just good to see like, like it was the only show that I see like, um, young black. Um, adults or young black teenagers or whatever, just doing something positive, having fun or whatever. Like you know, that around that time, that was like the big black college time where you had all the all the black like um, college movies, or black high school movies, like House Party, House Party Two and Three, um, Class Act, all those vibes, and it just fit along with that vibe or whatever. And every time, I don't know, whenever I watch Different World, for some reason, they always remind me of the summer. I don't know. It's just mm-hmm. a weird feeling to it. Then I'll say Fresh Prince is definitely in there. The Cosby Show is in there. Um, I I know, I know, I know Bill Cosby. I know. <laughs> I ain't say nothing. Show, I ain't say nothing. That show is awesome. Um, it's still an awesome show. Bill, I was born the show. I was born when that show was playing, but it, it had to have been good if I got that curious that I just end up being born so I could find out what they watch it. You know, mm. I'm just saying. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, that's the only, that's the few off the top. Oh, the Jamie Foxx show, it had its corny moments and I really hated the theme music or whatever. Oh, I forgot all about that show. Okay, hold on, hold on. Okay, hold on. I'm gonna have oh, to. I can name oh shit! Oh I can name shit! Like, uh, remember hanging oh, with Mr. Cooper? Oh shit! How did I forget? Ja- oh, how did I forget that? Remember hanging <laughs> with Mr. Cooper? Oh no, no, hanging uh, with Mr. Cooper. I remember that one. I, I was, I uh, remember that one, but it didn't, let's it see. Didn't make it. But yeah, damn, it didn't make Jamie it. Jamie Foxx show was funny as fuck. What? Uh, what was LL Cool J sitcom? And they had Alfonso. Oh, hell Howard. no. Hell, the hell house no. House. Put, that, put that with that shit that Face was talking about with the homeboys in our house. Face. I'm just, I'm just naming them. They ain't my favorites. If you're going to give me some mid-tier shit, then you got to go like the Parkers or like, um, what you call that show? What you call that show? Uh, Malcolm and Eddie or something like that. Malcolm and Eddie. Malcolm and Eddie was a great show. You know what's crazy about that show? <laughs> he said that shit with passion. Mm-hmm. Malcolm and Eddie didn't get along that whole time during the show. I, I saw an oh, interview really? with um, Jamal Warner, and he said they they were cool 
during the show. And you know, it's crazy because they supposed to be best friends during the show. But right. they said they had mad disagreements and they never got along while they were filming that show. I can see that. It's not really <laughs> like a beef thing, but they just, their personalities didn't mesh. Okay, I can see Makes that. sense, but they, they did a good job of masking it on the show. Well, you know, Michael Jamal Warner is a great damn show. Michael Jamal Warner is a great artist, a great actor, and Eddie Griffin's hilarious. So, indeed. Voodoo Child. I got my goddamn win. You finished with your list, Pat? No, I'm, yeah, I'm good, man. Okay. Now. Why you sound so bad? <laughs> it's a lot of good black shows. I ain't got no favorites or nothing. I think it's the best, but I'm going to list some good ones. Now, most of the black shows I like is like not the most popular one because everybody like those. So I try to find other shows is like on the low shows, like one-on-one. The show with Flex and um, Kyla Pratt. Oh, that was, that was good. A good one. show. That's a real show. You feel me? Like a, a single father raising his daughter, <laughs> trying to be a good role mm-hmm. model, all that shit. On the local mm-hmm. ass show. You feel me? The best friend lived next door. Her author is about her best friend and her end up being boyfriend and they hold all their lives and shit, how they intertwine. Good ass show. Mm-hmm. I dig it. Another one, Girlfriends. Great ass show. Great <laughs> ass show. Girlfriend. That's a good ass show. Another good ass show. All six or seven seasons, good ass show. Matter of fact, I think it was nine seasons. Good ass show. Another one, like Pat said, Cosby Show. Regardless of mm-hmm. pill popping pill, it was still a good ass show. It, it, it said some good morals, had some good examples for people growing up during them times, eighties babies and everybody watching it, seventies, eighties babies watching the show. Good ass, good show. Now you got some mid tier bullshit shows too. Like a bunch of spinoff shows that came from major shows that didn't even really make it past yeah, the pilot. Mid tier bullshit, though. Mid tier bullshit. Yeah. Not full. Yeah, mid tier bullshit show. Mid tier <laughs> bullshit show. Sometimes like, all you need is mid tier. Mid tier. Like, got that mid. Mid uh, Cool J show. In the house. Mid tier bullshit show. Man, that's ass. Yeah. That is they ass. tried to they tried to bring him in and what was it from Felicia Rashad's sister or Debbie Allen? Trying to bring mm-hmm. Debbie Allen in with the little boy and everybody else, the guest stars and, and um, and Paul and one of the Wayne sisters. Like they tried to bring everybody in they could to make that show, but it was a mid-tier bullshit show. Man, it's bullshit, it's bullshit. I'm gonna tell you an underrated show. I'm sorry, that Gerard Carmichael show. I just had to throw that. Oh, that's a great show. I'm gonna tell you a show everybody don't think about either. The Wayne's brothers. Yeah. Oh yeah. They did them dirty. They ain't had a last episode. They that couldn't do them niggas. That shit just wasn't on no more. Nigga just that shit just was over. <laughs> All right. Like where new episode at? Oh, it ain't no new episode. It's just it's off. They ain't just go in the off like like that. Go in the off. All right. Okay. Yeah. Oh wait, this stuff. Some bullshit. Living single. Living single, awesome show. Yeah. Awesome show. Everybody should know their friends was an offshoot of Living Single. Mm -hmm. 
You said Friends? Yeah. Yeah, NBC Friends. wanted a show that was like that. And once they saw that, uh, how popular Living Single was, then they made the white version, basically. It's the exact same. Like, if you, watch, if you look at their show, it's the exact same premise. Oh, I've you never got, you got the, show. You got the ditzy one, the dumb one, the, 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 the that's next door. You got the dude that go with the girl and the love triangles, and you got the, the same little setups. Damn, you got can't the, have nothing. You got, you got the girl that's into the quirky shit. Uh, kind of dingy. You know what I mean? All that kind of shit. Yeah. Like, my favorite sitcom actor is Cree Summers. Oh, okay. Ready. That girl could be anything. She got on my mm. nerves in that damn different world, boy. She, she did. She was nerves, a I, 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 I mean, I'm sorry. She was good at, she was good at being I, I, I that character. Yeah, she got on my nerves. When I was watching that growing up, I was like, yeah, Freddie could get it. When I was growing up, I was like, yeah, Freddie weird. I like that weird shit. When mm-hmm. I was growing up. Watching Freddie with her oh. weird ass. I was like, yeah, something, something about that weirdness. I think she got that, that what? Ready to put it on you. I, I think it's a type. I, I was a Kim or Whitley, either one. Ready to end up with the Yeah. Yeah, Whitley or Kim. Kim Kim could get it too. No, I look back on I look back at the show now. I'm like, I'm Whitley and Freddie. <laughs> Whitley was shaped like a boy. Man. Jasmine Gap. Hey man, when I was younger, man, I I was all about just face, so I didn't care about the the body getting all Yeah, I'm talking about I look at it now. When I turn back and look at it now. <laughs> oh, if I look at it now, I mean, yeah, I'm good on. You listen, you look, I'm, good good on, on, guy, I'm good on a good, I'm good on a lot of people I, I was into in the 90s. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, she's like a little boy. What, 11, 12-year-old me did not have the best uh, IQ when it came to picking out the highest. Oh, Lord. I don't think I, that I was I didn't have the eye yet. Hell no. <laughs> Hell no. Boy, but real about real about that age, champ. Like, hey man, I tell y'all. It was anything, anything that was female and it was it was a human and was uh had a pulse was oh 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 you <laughs> <laughs> it was retarded. Had a whole movie, boy. Man, it was bad, bro. Bad, bad, bad. Oh, on the toe. <laughs> what um what is there any current black sitcoms y'all into right now? I like blackish, but I haven't watched it in a minute. Yeah, I was gonna say blackish. And so, outside uh, of that. I was digging the rail show when it was out. Oh, I tell you one. Uh, what's the name of that damn show? I just uh, tell you how good it is because I don't even remember it. Fuck. Uh, <laughs> what's it on? Amazon? Netflix. <laughs> Damn, girl. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. Not bad. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I guess it won't I'll be say, damn uh, good. But it is something that's out. I just can't um, think of the name of it, man. The uh the producer Kenya Barris made that uh his spinoff to Blackish. That's fuck his or something like that. Black, Black as fuck. fuck. Yeah. I, you know what? A lot of people say they didn't like it, but I liked it. It was a lot of it was that it was cool. It was a dry humor 
But to me, it was yeah. hilarious. Cause I like, I think dry humor is hilarious. He's, he it seemed like he got that Larry David vibe. Mm. Exactly. That should be great. That's the shit. They don't try to make you laugh, but you laugh anyway. Like, mm-hmm. Them the best laughs to me, though. Yeah. That's a real comedy. Like, when you're going out to try to purposely make me laugh, like, you trying, like, ha, ha. But when you just going about it and you just doing whatever, and then I get to laugh, that's, that's that real, oh, shit, that's a real laugh right there, because that's just them a the falls. Them, them, them deep in your gut laughs. I don't like to beat my laugh. Oh! Don't, don't oh. manufacture my laugh. Oh. Let it be genuine. Oh, oh, oh. I do a lot of manufacturer laughs at my job. <laughs> yeah, you're right, oh. sir. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, Tom. Skippity doo da. Take it off my phone. And speaking of shit that pissed me off, hey, I'm gonna go ahead and tell you. The shit that pisses me off is me. What's pissing you off? What's pissing you off? My What's favorite. pissing you off? My favorite right. huh. First thing that pisses me off is people that go out in public smelling like piss. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold the fuck on. What the hell? How is it? How you just out the gate just people smelling like piss, like with no context, no nothing, just... Why are they smelling like piss? Have they pissed themselves? Uh, that ain't my business. That ain't my business. <laughs> like, because this is coming from a place of like, is has this happened? You smell like is, piss. is this like a, a recurring thing where you're running into people just rolling up on you smelling <laughs> like piss? Oh yeah, I'm. 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 I, what? It's, it's been. I was in the airport a couple weeks ago. I'm. I'm walking. I'm smelling like. I know that ain't me. I know that ain't my wife. Who the fuck? I turned around to do behind me just emanating piss. I'm like, damn, emanating did you bathe in piss? Emanating piss, my people. There's bathrooms like, on the planes. Emanating like, piss. It was, it, was, it was in the airport, bro, like in the food line, like in line. <laughs> the food, I was like, oh my God. Smells like piss. I was in the grocery store a couple months ago. I was like, what is that? For? I didn't pee on myself. It ain't with nobody else. I'm like, I turn around. It's this old man behind me. Smelling like piss. I'm like, oh, come on, man. I, I, I'm, I know as you get older, you have accidents. I, I know this. Right. But you smell yourself before anybody else smells you. <laughs> you know you smell like piss. Check that shit before you come out in public. Please. Well. If you can't control it, get the pens. It is a pandemic of COVID and a pandemic. I can't Please check your hygiene. Check check your, your body hygiene. Check it. Then when you go to the bathroom, shake it a couple of times. Get a piece of tissue. Cap the end. Pee drip and pee smells. Don't go around nowhere smelling like piss. This, this nigga, this nigga said. <laughs> oh, oh, I got to no. go for a second. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 you not. 
go skip past <laughs> that. Like that was not just said. Are we really tripping right now? Hold on. <laughs> what? Did you hear him say it? Yeah, he said it. <coughs> oh man. <laughs> this nigga tell people to shake right. it <laughs> and back to him. Get your hygiene to get out this bitch. That dripping green. Let me tell you. Get older. I'm gonna get worse as you get older. I'm done, bro. I'm telling you, man. So now, the, the party died. The party died. Moving on. Now, my <laughs> next thing that pisses me off is people that oh have nasty ass attitudes that end up needing your help. Oh, yeah. Fuck you. Ain't <laughs> you know, your nasty ass attitude. Yo, somebody who smelled like this was fucked up to him and asked him for something today. That's some fresh, that's some fresh vitriol. Hey, fuck that shit. Take your nasty ass attitude. Oh, like, I had an experience at my job. You feel me? Like, it won't today because I was off today. I, I, I don't even know it was this week or last week, but I just remember it. Motherfucker came in there, returns, return a truck or some shit. I'm like, all right, you can't return it that way. You got to park it the other way. Well, they ain't telling me that when I rented it. How would they know? I'm telling you now. Right. Go. Turn it, park it the other way. Well, I park, look, I ain't gonna take that shit back until you return the right way. That's just that. If you want to leave it there, I'm gonna charge your ass a fee. That's just that. You can be nasty all you want to. At the end of the day, I still win. Yeah, yeah win. Win. You need win. Me. win. I don't need win. you. It's it, it, at no point at all, customers. All people who are customers, because we all end up being customers at some point in time. Realize when you go into any establishment and you, the first thing like, you need my money. No. No. These companies don't need your money. You go into the store to get something you need. So at the end of the day, check your motherfucking attitude. Though. Leave your personal issues outside before you walk your ass inside the fucking store or anywhere that you go that you got to get any assistance from anybody because at the end of the day, you don't know what that other motherfucker going through either. So you bringing your attitude in somewhere, you going to get your ass fucked up real quick. That also means when you call on my line too, <laughs> park that attitude somewhere else before I cut your in, uh, internet off. People get on my goddamn nerves. I will receive Damn right. any and all any energy that is on my way. Damn right. right. Back at you. Boomerang on your ass. Coming back at now, you. Now, the last thing that pisses me off is Virginia weather. Mm. <laughs> It'll mm. be your four seasons in one day. Mm. Now, it's springtime. Amen. It ain't been cold in like three, four weeks. About the damn. It's feeling good out here. Short sleeve shirts. It's been. It, I woke up this morning. It was twenty eight degrees outside. He ain't lying, bro. I've been cold all day. Your Commonwealth brethren down here feel you. So trust me, it's not just Virginia. And then East Coast thing. It was raining. It's freezing up here. Then the sun came out, 
And then it got cold again. 70. And Still then it cold. got cold this evening. Virginia weather is bipolar as shit. Make Yo. up your damn mind. That Jekyll and Hyde weather. Yo, like every year in the summer, it seems like between July and August, and this happened for the past two years, I've noticed, it'll be steaming hot. And at like around 4.30, all of a sudden, it just pour down rain. Man. Virginia weather is like an invitation to have a girl. Every day. Sunny, hmm. don't see not one cloud in the sky. Next thing you know, oh, shoot, it's getting gray. What time is it? Four o'clock. Oh, yeah, it's about that time. Just like clockwork. That's how I knew it was 4.30. It started raining. Oh, shoot, it's going to rain. Must be like 4.30 right now. <laughs> I'm tired of it. Weather, especially Virginia weather, Yeah, pisses me off. Not only this week, but every damn week. But I just wanted to especially <laughs> mention it this week. And that's I all the things that have been pissing me off, man. Now, <laughs> you know, I want to talk about the necessity of fear. It may, it may sound funny, but the need to have fear, yeah, I mean, it, I feel at some point it is, but then on some others, it's not. Mm-hmm. So, a few, different, a few different viewpoints and a few different topics on the necessity of fear. I just want to cover and see what y'all think about it. You feel me? And just get y'all thoughts on the different ones. Like, first one is the difference between rational and irrational fears. And what are some? What is the main reason we choose not to face our fears? And how can we overcome them? And the need to overcome one's fears. And how can it lead to personal successes? Uh, Oh, okay. That's a lot to unpack there. Um, What was the first question? The first one is the difference between rational and irrational fears. Okay. Okay. I, I get so, that. Okay. Let's stay there. So for me, <laughs> the difference between rational and irrational fears, like an irrational fear, like, of course we all know what irrational means, but to have an irrational fear is like something you, you scared of for no damn reason. You feel like, why the fuck are you scared of that? You're growing that person, why the fuck are you scared of that? Rational fears, it's something you damn right should be scared of, regardless of who you are. So for me, like a rational fear would be like something we all scared. Some most people are scared of lions. I'm 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 somewhat with you on that. I I got a little bit yeah, different definition of, of the way. Somewhat of a rational that, fear. I'm with you. But uh, irrational fear, you scared of uh, somebody scared of black people. Okay. Irrational fear. You're scared of all black people. You may have a bad encounter with one black person. Now I'm scared of all black people. That's irrational because all black people are not the same because we are humans. We're not a monolith. But I could be scared of motherfucker all lions because motherfucker all lions, they're animals. They have the same fucking temperament. They they don't have different personalities. That is a fucking, that's a fucking monster. I could be scared of monsters. I got one for you. <clears throat> got one for you. All right. Rational fear. Me driving and I see red and blue lights behind me. Boom. Irrational fear. Pretty much majority of the subjects on Fox News. Okay. I got one in response to that. <laughs> Rational fear, the same one driving, seeing red and blue lights as a black person or any minority. In irrational fear driving seeing red and blue lights 
as majority of the Caucasian. All right. Yeah. Um, so, all right. So, I guess I, I'm close to what y'all looking at as far as how y'all seeing irrational versus rational, but I'm looking more at it like rational is something that in my comings and goings on my normal daily life, these things is possible. This could actually happen. This mm-hmm. is something that has a chance to, a, a, a probability of going down. And irrational fear is one where it's like, it's highly unlikely that this would happen. It may be possible, but like the likelihood <clears throat> of it actually going down is not very, very high. You feel me? So when I'm looking at it, it's more like, I'm with you on the rational field of blue and red lights, because that's from where I'm from and from my experience in life, that's not all, that's not really been a good thing. I can't say I got no real brutality stories, but I can say I done had guns drawn on me and I'm going to do some public service work. And yeah, they tell me what I fit the description as I'm as I'm going to give back to the community. So it's a yeah, I definitely understand. Um, but an irrational fear for me would be something I can't say, like, what you said about the lions or something like that. Like, to me, a lion would be an irrational fear to me because. Okay. I'm not coming across no damn lions. Like, don't no lions live on my block. I'm not about to see one walking through the middle of this, the streets in Atlanta somewhere. Like, so for me, that would be irrational for me walking around scared of lions. Now, if I'm in a zoo and a lion break out, <clears throat> that it now it becomes a rational fear. <clears throat> if I if I live in areas where lions are roaming free in the same proximity of my home, then yeah, that's a rational fear then, but. So would you say that? That shit is irrational as hell. So would you say the difference between rational and irrational will be subjective? True. Yeah, yeah, I would think it's like almost individual, like, cause like depending on what you got going on, that would determine what your, whether your fear is something that is rational in my in my definition of rational, I would say I'll just keep it on my opinion of what I look at it as like each individual gonna have their own things that they've been through in their life. They're gonna have their own things that are going on in their own homes at that current moment. They're gonna have their own um developing experiences that are constantly happening as we speak. So you're going to have like all of those different dynamics of experiences that's going to shape how each individual is going to end up then manifesting fears. Like what they are, what's going to fit scare one person. Like it might be one person that will look at a, a pistol in their face and, and like, be like, what, man, we don't get this shit out of here. You feel me? And then another person might piss their pants and, you can have it all, like, you know what I mean? So it's like, it is, I think each individual person is gonna have like fears, but I think what makes them irrational, rational is how likely it is to me, to me what makes them irrational, rational is like how likely it is to actually happen 
in their daily life. Like if what they're scared of is something that is feasible to happen in the life and the environment and the lifestyle that they lived in, it's rational. You know what I mean? It may be irrational to other people who may not be in that exact circumstance, but for that person, it, it would be rational. So like, yeah, that's my, my so, take on it or whatever. Well, that being said, being that everyone in the world, regardless of how you live your lifestyle, you come into contact with an insect. Would you say, would you say it's a rational fear for any and everyone or any sex to be afraid of insects? Now, to me, it's a rational fear. Like it's normal for somebody to be afraid of insects because yes, like within a few feet of you at all times is some form of bug, critter, arachnid, something, something, you know what I mean? Um, I would say how afraid of you of certain insects may be the, where the irrational part. Like for me, like I'm scared of spiders and um, I'm scared of shit that can bite me at this point. You know what I mean? There was a point where I was scared of all bugs, but I think that developed from a bug crawling on me and me not having control in that moment. Like, so once I got kind of through therapy and got some other help on other issues. Like, I feel like I done kind of evened out, but like, I still got like a little, a little skittishness about uh, anything that can bite me and poison me or give me something, you know what I mean? So like spiders, I don't know what type of spider that is just off the, off the rip when it's just coming down. So like, what is that? I don't like you, I, I don't fuck with them. Um, what you call it, them fucking, any type of bee that is a stinging bee. So not the bumblebees, but like the uh, wasp, yeah. hornets, um, wasp. yellow jackets and shit. Like I've been stung by like the whole gamut of them shits. Like I've been stung by a hornet and a wasp and a bee <laughs> and a yellow jacket. So like, it's like, I don't caught the, the whole quadruplet of them motherfuckers. So like, I, I have a reason to like, kind of be wary when I see one, like, hey man, y'all are already, Got me, don't mess with me, please. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I've already been tagged. You know, you I'm I'm it. You can go ahead, leave me alone. You know what I mean? So uh yeah. Um, but I think so yeah, like you insects, I think that's yeah, that's a normal feel. So like you um being afraid of like flying insects with stingers, that would be rational. But you seeing like maybe a bug that's on the floor that you can just smash or whatever and being afraid of it? Not afraid that of it. Now, I don't like certain bugs. Now, I will mm -hmm. say this. If I'm somewhere, anywhere, if I'm at like, <clears throat> like say you ever been at a, uh, you ever go sit in a restaurant somewhere out of town and you go to sit down and you see a roach or a dead yeah, roach that's or something it. like that. Like, I don't like roaches, like, but that come from when I was a kid, like, you know, at one point we had roaches and nigga woke up, roach was crawling across my fucking face. And that shit has fucked me. That's that's what set me off with bugs from the get go. Like before anything else, like that made it so like, I was like, okay, I don't like bugs at all no more. Cause before that point, like I was cool with bugs. Like I ain't really care. Like, you know, I was a normal little kid. I go outside and be trying to cut the bug up or poke the bug with a stick or see if the bug will eat this leaf. And like, you know, normal kid shit, but like, after that, all bugs was off. And then as I got older, 
it became, all right, now it's just these certain bugs. Like, Adam been stung a lot. So now it's more like, all right, what, what, can, what can bite me and fuck me up? Anything in that thing. way, like outside of that, like I can deal with it, but I don't like roaches because them motherfuckers quick as fuck, so you can't really get to them, and it'd be millions of them. Like if you see one, it ain't it's like a spider. Way. Like a spider have like a little nest, and they might have like some babies, but like usually with a spider, you catch it when it's like by it, the, the baby's the one on out into the world somewhere, and you just got that spider and a couple of his homies. When you see a roach, you know somewhere in a wall, a somewhere it is the crew. The city. It is the the them folks. You know what I mean? That's so deep. like, <clears throat> like oh man, we was uh out the other week, man. Like maybe last weekend, and we was at a restaurant. We just like we sat down and we was just like it was one of them jumps. You know how you just get hungry on the road and you just be like, man, you know what? Let's pull up over here just to get something to eat. The boy hungry, you know what I mean? Let's go ahead. Blah blah blah. So we get out. Soon as we sit down, the, the lady come take our drink order, whatever. And I look over and Poop look over and she say, oh, it's a roach over there. Oh, we going. I was like, yep, let's get our stuff. Son, don't you touch nothing. Um, and yeah, we got the fuck up out of there, bro. Like it, it was, nah, 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 nah. <laughs> nah, 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 nah. I mean, nah, nah. So yeah. Like, yeah, a roach is gonna have me paranoid of the place I'm in anyway. So yeah, to me, that's right. rational. It, 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 yeah, that's rational as fuck. <laughs> and when I'm talking about okay. fear, I ain't. I'm, I'm talking about more of like the. I ain't talking about like no. Oh, you know, I'm a bitch. Like, right. I mean, like more like. I don't fuck with it type of feel like, hey man, go ahead with the <clears throat> bullshit. Not a phobia, but you, you, yeah, you yeah. Like if it if it comes to the get down, get down, then we can we can we can fight it out with some shit like that. You know what I mean? Like same thing with birds. Like I don't fuck with birds, but it ain't like some if one roll up on me and I gotta defend myself, I won't. Like I'll kill a fucking bird. I'll ring a bird back <laughs> if I got to like <laughs> fuck a bird up. I know one person on this call will. You know what I mean? Okay, <laughs> ring this motherfucking okay, okay. bat like a damn chicken. But um uh, <laughs> yo, yo, when when I came out the apartment one time when me and Face was living in Mallory, and then he just popped off in the air. I was like, oh shoot, what's going on? And then he was like, Damn bird. I was like, oh, this nigga is crazy. <laughs> oh, fucking bird. Woke up in the whole neighborhood about a bird. Don't fuck a bird. Don't fuck a bird. But in that mindset, what is the what is the main reason people try to overcome their fears? If I'm like why do they try to come overcome them? Yeah, what is the main what do you think was the main reason to overcome your fears? Like some people settle with them and just be afraid. Like I'm just, I'm just scared oh. of this, and that's just what it is. Like, some people, like, yeah, mm-hmm. whatever, whatever you deem necessity. Like, okay. So, like, whatever that person deems as a necessity, where where it becomes like a point where that fear is getting in the way of something that they deem necessary in their life. So, like, I've seen people get over fears because to them they had to have this 
woman as their wife. So they were like, well, I'll fuck it. I'm gonna get over my fear of this so I can engage with her. Um, I've seen people have it be like, well, oh, this job is a necessity. This is my, my dream career. So I gotta get over this fear in order to do this job. So let me do that and say, fuck it and go get this job. Um, so mm-hmm. I, I think I think it's like based on whatever the person deems a necessity, where the fear was interfered with something that they deem like need as a need in their life. You know, I mean? I, you know what's crazy about that? Um, people getting over fear because of a bigger fear, mm. like. I'm afraid of the hospital, but I need to do this surgery or I'm not going to live. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I'm afraid of needles, but, and I'm afraid of vaccines, but if I don't take this vaccine, either COVID is going to get me or I'm not going to be able to travel like I want to, you know. Mm-hmm. It almost seems like fear drives people to overcome fear. That's fine. Let's flow flow with the idea I have. Flow with the ideas I have, see? Because in order to get over major things, you got to get over the minor things. So it's always a necessity for some type of fear to like motivate you to accomplish other type of things. You feel me? So, I mean, at the end of the day, the things you aspire to do, sometimes it's, it's something that always holds you back from doing it. That's why it's always hard to accomplish something or go somewhere you want to do or, or something because something stands in your way. Some people, I, I can't wait. I, I, I want to go across seas, but I'm scared of flying. Mm-hmm. You have to get over got to get over there and feel flying. You want to go across seas. Can't take a train across seas. That prevented my grandma from coming to my wedding. Mm. Yeah, I love you, baby. I sent a card, but I ain't coming on crawl. I ain't getting in that plane. <laughs> no, I understand. <laughs> I understand. So okay. it's somewhat of a necessity to have fear in your life to because your fear motivates you. I mean, if if you if if you allow them to motivate you, I mean, you can allow them to incapacitate you, and you won't be motivated to get over me. You just be settled with that fear and be like, well, I'm just scared of that, like myself. Um, I know I'm scared of heights, but at certain points I, I I've overcome that fear. I've gotten on roller coasters and stuff like that. I climb ladders and stuff like that. So it, it's only certain points I'm scared of certain heights. I, I'm scared of heights to the point where I'll never go skydiving because I'm scared of. Ooh, no, sir. I'm scared of dying, so I'll never go skydiving. No, I'm scared of heights. I'm scared of dying. I'm scared of jumping out of plane. So I'm not going to overcome either one of those. <laughs> I ain't going to try to. Oh, well. <laughs> well I'm not going to try to. You know what I mean? There's no necessity for that fear to be overcome. Um, yeah. But yeah. at the end of the day, um, I think most people choose to overcome them. Like I said, they're they trying to get get to something else. Um, it's always, I need to get past this so I can get to this. Or if I don't get, if I don't get this, I'm not going to be able to do this. So, I mean, like, life changes and aspirations for better things. I feel like that's the main reason for people to overcome their fears. Mm-hmm. That's real. And sometimes it's all karma because, you know, 
I'm afraid of crazy bitches, but I'm attracted to them. Yeah. <laughs> what in the hell? Man, <laughs> Okay. All right. All right. Where are we going tonight? What is happening this evening, man? We just own one, huh? Mm-hmm. You you got the battery in the back tonight, huh, Pat? Man, it's, it all you started. You powered up. Just, re- you fired up. Ready to go. It's, 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 it all started with face first initial um, topic for you earlier. <laughs> From there, it was. <laughs> yeah, it's getting real. Okay. Um. <laughs> so, yeah, man. Uh, on the field thing. It's all subjective. And uh, another thing that is very subjective is uh, my next topic. So for to this week's Tiz take, it's actually a series of takes because I'm going to be giving my official predictions to the Ultimate Madness 3 URL uh, Battle Rap Tournament. Um, if you've been following the show, you know Tiz loves Battle Rap. Uh, that's the, my one of my favorite off-time pastimes, you know, when I ain't got nothing to do, battle rap is probably something that's probably going to consume a lot of my content intake. Um, So URL got this tournament going down and it's like, they had been Mm -hmm. doing like tournaments and stuff. It's been a lot of little tournaments around, but it's been like smaller names or whatever. And then um, King of the Dot did this world pre-tour where they had like actual people that people knew but nobody had done a tournament with like the bigger names in battle rap that like, if you're a battle rap fan, like you know these people for sure. Like these are like big name people. And it's for $100,000 whoever wins, get a hundred grand. So it's probably, the, it's the biggest like cash prize that I know of in battle rap um, that'll go to one battle rapper at once. So yeah, um, so, in the opening round, round one, we got, and this, oh, and this is a dope tournament too, because this is like the first tournament I've seen in Battle Rap that got, it, it's not like a woman's tournament and a man's tournament. It's just, they just mixed them up in there. So you got women oh, cool. and men and just, it's just like whoever the, the people feel like is the better rappers or people want to see, that's who's in this shit. So you got the first uh, matchup is Cortez and Official. Um, so for this one, this is a Tiz take. Um, I don't really care for Cortez. <laughs> Sorry, battle rap people. Um, I respect him as, as far as like what he's done and the fact that he's a, a vet in the game and he's, you know, made his, st- stamped his legacy or whatever, but he's not my cup of tea. So I'm gonna be yeah. honest. I think official gonna punch his fucking head off. Um, <laughs> She is one of the ladies that for sure has proven that time and time again, she can go up against male, female, whoever. She just got bars. Um, and I think she is going to literally punch his damn head off. So um, I got official 2-1, maybe a 3-0, depending on how Cortez come. But after his last couple showings, I haven't seen anything that makes me think he's going to be like amazing. So uh, official 2-1, maybe 3-0. Um, do y'all know Cortez and official? Yeah. Who do y'all, who do you think is, would win that one? Basically. 
Uh, I mean, if this was a few years ago, I'd say Cortez. But okay. right now, it's a toss-up for me. Okay. Uh, I, I, I can honestly say going 1-1 one, one and then one round would be a toss-up. Okay, okay. So he got it 2-1 uh, either way. Yeah. yeah. I've been I've been slacking on my battle rap intake, but I, it's I've all heard good. of Cortez. I've heard of Cortez before. Cortez. But he has he hasn't really he ain't really like the times that I've heard him, it wasn't really anything that had me like, wow. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I know exactly what you're like saying. Like a thought. As far as like a buildup or whatever, but like I said, I'm, I'm not saying I'm a professional at it because I've been I'm way out of season when it comes to like who's the battle rappers now or whatever. But yeah, the few that I've heard from him or whatever, like usually if I came across him, it was because somebody else I'm looking at is actually battling him or whatever. So yeah, that's real. Well, if you hear anybody else on here that you know or you you think you can make a call on it, feel free to jump in here on these predictions. Um, the next up, we got Geechee, Gotti, and Riggs. Um, now, this one right here, I think, is going to be a good a good battle. Um, I'm glad to see Riggs finally getting onto a real stage of some kind where he can get his name out there a little more. Um, he's been doing a lot on the lower-level cards, but... I fuck with Riggs. I I think he got a good mix of like believability and uh, witty punches. Um, so yeah, um, but Geechee Gotti is Geechee Gotti. He he, I, I got Geechee Gotti winning two one, um, probably pretty clear. Even though Riggs is gonna have a good performance, uh, Geechee Gotti is just a beast. Like, it's only a few dudes in the game that I'm yeah, gonna say I right that. now can really beat Geechee Gotti. Um, especially in something like this where everybody going to be super focused, especially round one where you got the most time to prepare as you're going to have the entire tournament because you don't know what <laughs> round you might have to face the other people. So you don't really know how much to write for whoever. So like, I feel like round one is going to be when everybody got their best material and Geechee God is probably going to win 2-1 with Riggs still having a good show. But which is good for Riggs because he's finally getting on to a major card, which is big for his career. So I think if he show up real well, like that could still be a major boost for him, uh, which I'll say. Do y'all know who these people are? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't know nothing about the Riggs dude, but okay, um, is Riggs a dude? Yes, Riggs is a, is a, is a male, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no, nah, I don't know nothing about him. Geechee, I mean, I, I watched a couple, of, quite a few of Geechee battles. Um, wordplay is all right. Um, aggression is pretty cool. Um, the way he can flip his, his schemes is, is I, I say, a little bit above average. So, uh, I don't know. I, being I don't know nothing about Riggs, I can't give a, um, a, a, a good decision as far as how many rounds person, but it should be interesting because whatever battle gets you in, it'd be a, a, at least a good couple bars, memorable bars to come out of it. So, I mean, yeah, <laughs> at least it'd be. A... Pat, yeah, I've heard Geechee. You know okay, you know Geechee. Yeah, I heard Geechee okay. myself or whatever. <laughs> when I go down the, um, the rabbit hole of just battle raps or whatever, 
or whatever, then I just like listen to somebody and they might be battling somebody else. And I'm like, all right. The, the few times I heard Geechee, I'm like, oh. So I started going down his rabbit hole too on one time. Riggs only heard like maybe one of the two battles. Oh, what the hell are you laughing at? Yo, share with the group. Straight thumbs up, man. He started to go down his rabbit hole. <laughs> you ain't right, six, man. That was crazy, Walter. Beg your pardon. <laughs> I mean, man, know what I mean. Uh, yeah, so you too, man. Geechee Gotti, uh, 2 1 clear. Um, everybody else knows Geechee Gotti and doesn't really know Reed as much. So, you know, Geechee Gotti, 2 1 clear. <laughs> um, <clears throat> we got Jerry West versus Swamp. Um, I actually think this one is going to be a lot closer than what people may think. Um, I feel like Swamp is hot, the hotter of the two right now, coming off of the uh, two on twos and um, just having his name out there a lot more. Um, he's been real good with promo and just making sure that he keeps his name in the mix some kind of way. So I feel like he's a little bit hotter as far as popularity, but. Uh, Jerry West be having no moments. Like he's good with the antics where he'll have like a body bag or where he done made a real body bag and brought it in there and it got a bar and then all of a sudden the body bag get thrown on him. And like, it'd be some, like he, he one of those type of dudes. So like he got, he got the back to back punches and in a tournament style uh, battle type uh, setting, like I'm looking at it like back to back punches and big haymakers is what's gonna win the day. Like, you ain't gonna have time to really get deep into no angle. Cause the I feel like the rounds are probably gonna be a little bit more structured as far as how much time you get. So they're not gonna be just letting you rock with the grace period. And also like you have less time. Like after that first round, like you ain't gonna have nothing but punchlines. So I feel like Jerry Rest is the type of rapper that's kind of set up for this type of setting. So I, I think Jerry West, I got it 2-1 Swamp, because I feel like, especially round one Swamp, he got enough of that charisma to sway the, the judges. And, and like the, his conviction and like the way he, his bars are different because he got that South Carolina shit with him. So like, it's a mm. different slang, mm. it's a different drawl, it's a different- uh, Swamp. Vocal project, it's like it's just different. So like everything he says, like got a little bit of extra oomph on it. You know what I mean? Mm. So like, I feel like he, I got him two one, but Jerry West could pull pull the, the the upset here, like, cause he's gonna have punches and bunches, and that's the type of rapping that thrives in these type of situations. Yeah. So it's gonna be um, the tournament is one night. They're not having like multiple nights or like it's no, one it's, whole. It's one night they start the first round of battles. I doubt they're gonna have mm. all uh eight battles on that on that one night. They're probably gonna do like four okay. the first night, then the second day do the next four. And then the winners of that is okay. gonna be them four winners are gonna be on a day by themselves, and then the the uh mm. The two from that are probably gonna face each other on a big card themselves. 
where they get where they get the actual championship and they'll have other battles on the undercard type shit. That would be my thought because oh, okay. it's the best way to like milk it out and get the most uh business behind it. Um <clears throat> get the most chances for income off the same basic event. Um yeah, so I would think that that would be how they were gonna structure it. I know that's what um, I would do. I'm, I would just try to check for how much brainstorming time each rapper may have when, before, oh, like after every yeah, round. The I think they, they usually have anywhere between a week and two weeks. Mm. But you're talking about rappers to where a lot of them, you got some like a New Jersey twerk or a prep or drugs that they kind of do their shit like last minute anyway. So it's like they'll write three rounds in like two days. They'll write it on the way to the on the way to the venue and spit that shit like they they them mm. type of like dudes, but um you got other people in here where a lot of them they put pen to paper so like two weeks that's kind of crunch time as opposed to you having like maybe three to four weeks, you know what I mean like so somebody's gonna you gonna see people start to buckle you know what I mean yeah so, yeah um so yeah I got swamp two one but. Jerry West could pull the pull out a win just as easily. It, it's really just whoever is the best man that day. Um, next up, you got Jack Boy Main and T Top. I got T Top. Um, possible 3-0, definitely 2-1. Um, Jack Boy Main, I love you from the 804, bro. You know, respect, respect, but it's, antics, it's antics over bars at this point. <clears throat> um like it's so many, like every time you come into the, the the mainstream scene, like you start getting crazy and acting a fool, and then wild stuff start coming up about you, and like it just be too much. Uh, it's just too much nonsense without the bars and the performances to really back it all the way up. So like I'm gonna just have to say, uh -huh. top, he's more, he's been more consistent as far as wins, um, and like high level performances. So yeah, I'm gonna say T top <clears throat> two one clear, 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 or three oh easy. That that's not even a question to me. I heard face said three oh uh T top as well. Yeah. Um next one. Serious Jones and Rum Nitty. Oh my god. I got oh my god. Mm. I I got rum nitty three oh easy, not even close. Um serious Jones been in battle rap news for all the wrong reasons with the uh, RBE situation where he was quite trying to back out of the battle over there to come battle on URL, just all this weird shit. Like just doing weirdo shit. He got, yeah. yeah it's not looking good for him. It's too many angles Rumnity can come with for his punches. Um, it's too much history with Sirius Jones in general. Um, that yeah. Rum Nitty can touch Keep on, a while. and then Rum Nitty is the punchline emperor. Like he's fucking ridiculous. So you know he's gonna flip Sirius Jones and all of the situations he's been in, in like thirty different ways into some old some punchline that you're like, how the fuck did he come <clears> up <throat> with that? Where would where in your brain did was that reside? Um, so yeah, um, I got Rum Nitty 3 0 easy. Sirius Jones is just washed at this point, and it, it's like he's become just a character. He had to run back in the day, but yeah, back in the day, he's been a bum for a few years. He's been a fucking bum for I a few mean years. that, like, the, the fight yeah. club, 
like I saw it at Summer Madness too. People gave him the benefit of the doubt when he battled Charlie Clips, but I saw it then where it was like, after that first round, it was like, oh no, you garbage now. Yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's, you're on the decline. You had your run in the fight club and with the gin shit and all of that, but this ain't you. Like you, your your pen has no next level to it. This is how you're gonna <clears throat> rap. So that yeah, you keep that. Yeah, and he an antic type rapper. At this point, man, serious. No, he be trying to punch, but it's just like the punches mm. you see them from a mile away. Like, yeah, know where you're going with that one, buddy. Mm-hmm. Okay. And these days, like dudes is doing phantom punches where they're like, the setup is over here, and the punch mm-hmm. come here when you're expecting it to be like at the end of this setup. The punch is back here at the beginning of like, yeah, the, like it'd be like what. Hold on, what? Oh, 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 oh. Like the layers that people are putting on their rhymes now, like Sirius Jones. Yeah. That at this point in his career. And yeah. So Rum Nitty 3 that's going to be an easy one. Um, Drugs versus Yoshi G. Now, this is an interesting one. Um, so Yoshi G is the thought bar goddess, the, the one who started the brotherhood. She's basically like a promiscuous young lady who that's her calling card and how she raps. Like she raps these thottish bars. She's almost like if City Girls and um, City Girls, Amber Rose and uh, City Girls, Amber Rose and whoever else you want to put in there was dropped in like and so we did was dropped in and was like, hey, I'm a, I'm a, I'm the whatever that created. That's her. Mm. All right, so she's battling to do drugs. Drugs is actually a decent rapper. Like, he's pretty good, actually. But there's something about him that doesn't allow him to translate as far as making you feel like he's the... Oh, that dude. Yeah, man, he's that dude. Like, he don't, he, he's he yeah. a man. Like... It's like you recognize that, like, oh, that was hard. That was a good bar. But you never get that feeling like, oh, yeah, I want to see you on the main stage. Like, you're going to rock a whole stadium of people. One of them big theaters when they go back to, like, Irving Plaza and shit like those places, like Webster Hall and uh, shit like that. So it's something about him. I don't know. It's something about like, his it factor is off. But he's like, he seemed like a cool guy. Like, he seemed like he stand up and all of that. But... It's something about him that just doesn't translate. So I'm gonna say but I like his bars. I like his bars and his I mean, which is a shame because his name yeah. is perfect. <laughs> so I I would say and it's funny that I said all of that, but I'm gonna say still say this. I think drugs might win this battle still. I I almost wanna give it to Yoshi because I feel like she's gonna come with the shock value shit. And she just had her name in a ghostwriting scandal where like she was exposing the dudes that was trying to help her write bars. So now it's gonna be like, people gonna really be thinking that she wrote her own bars. So it's gonna be even more of a, it's gonna be some shit, you know what I mean? Like, so I'm like, Mm -hmm. she might come off with the shock value win, but I think drugs will handle it. So I'm gonna say drugs 2-1, but it could go either way. It can literally go either way, either way. Um, 
Last two battles, we got Prep and Swave Seven. I'm gonna say Prep. Um, I feel like the, about two years ago, I would have said Swave Seven hands down. But since Prep has been back this year, Prep is killing it. It's something about that Baltimore drawl or something that makes me, his voice is annoying as fuck to me, but the bars is there. Like he, he is barring dudes. So I think he, he got it. Um, Swave is definitely not known for his penmanship so much as his overall, like the weight, like more, he's more his rhyme schemes and his persona and you know what I mean? Yeah, like he'll bully you and make you, he make you look small. And then he, he mm-hmm. like, little, he little boy talk you like, he make you feel like a little bitch. Yeah. Up there. So he'd be like, yeah, you know, that type of shit. But I don't know that I don't know that that works here just because without the crowd, it's not a lot of reaction to that type of shit. So like mm-hmm. we'll make that work a lot of t- we used to make that work a lot of times for a lot of the bully rappers is like you'll do that and it'll be a crowd being like, oh, you know what I mean? Like yeah. reacting to that shit. But now it's like you in the room with a few other people and it's not as impactful. So I don't I don't see that working. So yeah, um, I got prep two one. Um, they better and then they oh, better do like um they better do like WWE do and have and have that uh fake ring with it everybody pictures, everybody zoom pictures in there. Hey, they better do something. But mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, I don't see the bully tactics working here. Um and then last but not least, New Jersey twerk versus KCJ. I think now KCJ is fire. Let me start by saying that she is fire. Mm. But New Jersey twerk is gonna wig the fuck out on her. Like I yeah. see if he don't choke. If he don't choke, good point. Good point. And that is the thing. But if he if he can give me three rounds, right? Even if he gives me like two of his normal, oh my fucking God, rounds, and then give me one round that's just like, okay, okay, that was cool, that was cool. But it's no chokes and shit in there, he wins. Cause his like when he gets heated up, it is fucking mm. scary. Like mm. in the two on two with him, T Top. And uh, against Murder Mook and Calico, that shit, man. The, he he went with uh, what they call in battle rap upstairs. That means he like the shit he was saying was just like out of this world. So yeah, I got New Jersey mm-hmm. three zero. But if he chokes, I got KCJ two one. But I think KCJ is gonna make him fight for it regardless. Like, cause she ain't no slouch. Like she's a beast with that shit. She like she 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 gonna catch some wreck with him. So yeah, those are Tiz's predictions on Ultimate Madness three. Um, get your brackets right, make your bets, and all that good stuff, peoples. And uh, yeah, man, it's going down, it's going down. So yeah, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. <clears throat> from from battling from rap battles to comic battles, let's go to my subject. All right. <laughs> so my subject is is Cyclops versus Captain America. 
So right. it's a reason is it's a reason is a particular reason why I put this together or, or whatever. So when I read comics or whatever, I like to look for the little small, small beat that they kind of like, how to say, you know, you have like the obvious beats, like you got Wolverine versus Sabretooth or whatever. But I, I like when it's like uh, you got superheroes that have to work with each other, but they don't particularly fuck with each other like that. It gets a little bit more the human. Petty, the petty beefs. Yeah, the petty beefs. So um, hold on. a lot hold of times. Hold on, hold on. Hey, face. You. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, I ain't sleep. I'm just trying to clean this car and I don't want to make no noise. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, no. I, I'm wide awake. <laughs> <Steve Wolf. laughs> nah, man. <laughs> oh man. But um, yeah. All right. <clears throat> so, like I said, I like to look for the little petty beefs or like the little things that. All right, you know, I'm gonna work with this guy, but I really don't particularly like him or whatever. Like. When Wolverine have to team up with Spider-Man, he they both get on each other's nerves or whatever. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So the reason why I pick Captain um and Cyclops is that you ever see two people and they are exactly the light, uh, exactly alike, like personality and everything, mm-hmm. but they can't stand each other. Mm-hmm. This is one of those situations, right? So and another thing also is that a lot of times with writers in comic books or whatever, they'll sprinkle a little bit of social political views within the um, the commentary or yeah. the the, yeah, yeah. the dialogue or whatever. And Giving when you got Cyclops talking to, to Captain it. America, you, you see a lot of that hmm. pretty much. Like okay. with, um, see the main reason why Cyclops don't mess with like they both respect each other. They both respect each other as um, tacticians and strategists and leaders in in general, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. the main reason why Cyclops don't mess with Captain America is the is like he sees him like a politician. Like, like he he feels he just don't ever do anything for mutants or whatever. Um, and the how to say the I. Think the other underlying reason why they they put that uh, dynamic together, why Cyclops don't like Captain America, is because you have that um, you have that question in the air that in the uh, Marvel universe or whatever is if mutants are always going through this, mm-hmm. and it's always some big shit when they go through it. Where the hell is the Avengers at? Why the Avengers don't ever help? Pretty much. So yeah. it kind of helped to cover up a loophole, pretty much. But yeah. Cyclops, oh, I would say, when it comes to like mutants and X Men, all this stuff is you can tell that's like the struggles of minorities or whatever, but exacerbated. And instead of like Asian black, we have humans with powers, pretty much. So. Yeah. When Cyclops go at Captain America, it, it gives me that same feeling of like when, when let's say we have a president like Joe Biden, and 
and there's mm-hmm. a protest on going on. Come on now. And he says, word, hey, you should Please be looting. Word, sir. Yeah. And yeah, you know, that same feeling where, you know, when a black person votes Democrat for all these years and nothing really changed. Yep. That's how that's how Cyclops feel about Captain America or whatever. And it it really blew up when they had um, <clears throat> they had uh, this one big event. Avengers versus uh, X-Men in which like the the Phoenix Force was coming and everybody knew about it and the Avengers was scared that the Phoenix Force going to come back and fuck up everything but the mutants the, the, yeah. but the mutants looked at it as like this is like the second coming because mutants at that time went through a whole lot like they went through uh, the event called No More Mutants, where like Scarlet Was Witch, with, uh, Scarlet Witch, yeah, yeah, she like after the end of the House of M event, where she changed the world and Magneto was basically in control of the world, and then once that went away, like it disappeared with her saying No More no Mutants, more. and majority of the mutants. Uh, I know I'm fucking up more words again, but <clears throat> majority of the mutants like just decimated. Like either either they just don't have their powers anymore, or a lot of them might have disappeared, or it's only a handful of mutants left that had their powers. So when the Phoenix was coming back, they they looked at it as a sign that hey, this might be a new beginning for mutants, and more mutants may come back out and regain their powers. And we'll um, be whole again, pretty much. So that that really shows when, like, the whole conversation between Cyclops and and, and Captain America when the Avengers arrived, like, Cyclops, uh, like, Cap was like, "You're too close to it to have." Um, I was trying to say, like, when he came up, he was saying, uh, like, Cyclops was basically saying that the person that was about to get possessed by the phoenix uh mm-hmm. which was a new mutant which was like the first mutant since that no more mutants situation started uh yeah. since she's a mutant and it's a mutant issue they should take care of the the problem pretty much or whatever and then captain your america people, your comes, yeah that's what cyclops said um when captain america puts in his rebuttal he says like this isn't a mutant versus human problem it's it's a um basically a worldwide global problem or whatever that gives you the same feeling when they try to like let's say we have a police brutality situation um or or i don't want to i don't there's so many of them or whatever. Like, I don't want to just exasperate Joy Floyd, but that's the most current one. From Black Lives Matter and to All Lives Matter. That, basically. That's, like, Cap, basically, All Lives Matter, yep, this yep, mutant yep, situation. Yep, yep, yep. And that's how uh, Cyclops sees it. And, you know what I'm saying? He, he, he rebuttals back, like, I'm too close to the situation, but you too far away from it as you always have been. And it occurs to me seeing you standing here where you where you for us, for the mutants, except now when you need something. So 
Like, I just like how that dynamic goes across. And then it's it's more than just Avengers, man. It's been multiple times where, like, Cyclops and Cap have to work together or whatever. And he'll put in his two cents, like, um, I, like uh, there was another moment where Cyclops, he basically just came back from the dead or whatever. And then before he died, he just became, he pretty much became Magneto. He became real militant um, about situations or whatever. And basically Cyclops was BLM. He was basically Black Lives Matter for, for mutants, pretty much. Or whatever. So when he came back and they and and the world saw that he was back from the dead or whatever, in the midst of a pro uh an anti-mutant protest, like um he basically said his said whatever, but then Captain America came in or whatnot, try to basically calm the situation. But it was like you're not, you're not, you're still not doing anything. You're not calming, you're protecting oh, them from me. You're not protecting us from them you know what i'm saying so it's periods of times throughout the comic books where they'll use pretty much uh social political events or whatever and they'll use the the basically that situation as inspiration to describe a dynamic between two comic book characters or whatever and i always thought that was cool that and you know when when we look at cyclops life yeah yeah like when you look at Cyclops or whatever, we all remember him from the cartoon in the nineties or whatever. We think of him as a boy scout, but when you like, as far as in the comic books, had a boy scout, he's, he got some skeletons in there. Like he's, he's like a dropping in the closet. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's not exactly Wolverine, but he, he's, he's a clean cut Wolverine on low when he have his moments or whatever. So, Wolverine without the sideburns. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's pretty cool because they're basically the same person or whatever, but it's just funny to, like, every time I read a comic book and they're in it, like, sometimes if I see them in a comic book, and mind you, they're not my favorite characters. It's just that dynamic is so hilarious to me or whatever. When they do it, I'm just like, all right, how are they going to do it this time? Or Mm. or whatever. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was my topic for today. I thought it was something funny to look out for. Like, I, I, I feel like when people look at comic books or whatever, they really just look at it like little funny cartoons or whatever. This and the third, but it's a lot of, it's a lot of well-known writers that actually get gigs writing comic books right now. And mm-hmm. actually, the um, how do you spell spell his name? Um, is it Todd? Tanisi Coates. His last name is Coates. Tanisi Coates. Tanisi. I can never say his name. I apologize, y'all. But he's writing. He was writing uh, Captain America, which I find ironic, <laughs> pretty much. So, and that whole time, you know, that he's doing social. Um, he doing a like a lot of social, uh, social political. Oh yeah, I know he preaching in them topics in there. He had a whole run like it, he had like um. Uh, they had a whole volume from from I believe volume one um onward. I think I think he's just finished the run. Plus, I think he did um he did a story for Black Panther. And um there's a couple of just well-known writers or whatever. You don't even think that they would be doing comic books, but 
it's a lot of well-known writers now that's doing that, like J.J. Abrams. Um, he's doing Spider-Man or whatever. Okay, and, I can see that. Yeah, and um, it's one other. Reginald Hudlin, uh, he used to be president of BET or whatever. I was going to say, yeah, that sounds familiar. Yeah, he um, he wrote a series of Black Panther, and that series, okay. he actually got that series to show on BET. Or whatever. So, another one of my uh, on the low black super uh, black heroes that I look up to, along with Neil deGrasse Tyson and everything. So, yeah, dope. just bringing that up. Whatever. Pretty much good writing. You Cyclops, know. you need to give um, Captain America and say one real good time. One real. It's been real a couple good time. times. <laughs> it's nah, been I mean, a couple of times. Real good time to lay him down. Mm. Oh no, they fought a couple of times, man. Whatever. It's it's crazy because um I believe physically Captain America is stronger than Cyclops. Oh whatever. yeah, hell yeah, he is. But Cyclops still holds his own because he still has like genetically advanced strength because he's a mutant, pretty much. Then he basically got a nuclear missile coming out of his eyes pretty much but mm-hmm. and that, that mm-hmm. laser that comes out of his eyes is not fire or anything it's not like a real laser it's just no. like pure it is, force yeah like, it's like concussive but yeah like, concussive it hits force the shit out of you <laughs> yeah if instead of feeling like you're electrocuted it'll look like it'll feel like somebody punched you in the face pretty much really 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 hard <laughs> and a high, high tail speed, pretty much. He but, is the yeah. epitome of reciprocate that energy. Remember, y'all, Cyclops was right. Who want to make some big pop? They, Who wants some of a big pop? They have pictures of Cyclops <laughs> going like this, like he's Che Guerrero or like an actual uh, revolutionary. Oh, wow. I, I just like that period of Cyclops, man. He was just like, and fuck that shit. I don't agree with none of that. Blast. <laughs> Pretty much. But yo, Cyclops ain't for that fuckery. Nah, and that's always not. all good. So that leads to the good and fuckery, y'all. Hey! Hey! <laughs> hey! Now we talking. Now we fucking talking. No all offense right. to any other segment, including mine. Here we go, here we go, here we go. This here is we what go, I be waiting for. That good right. and that fuckeration. The Damn fuck's right. That's that fuckery. What we pissed at and what's the fuckery? Tell me, the tell fir- me, tell me. The first good, and I forgot to mention this on 420 or whatever. Mm. Um, but not only did Snoop Dogg release an album, and I, I got halfway in between, it's real West Coasters, but for some reason, I really like West Coast music. Anyway, not only that, on 420, Redman and Method Man versus. Nobody told me it was going down. Like these verses is sneaking up on me. Like I hear yeah. about it the day after and shit. Like, yo, what is happening? Because that's what like, I wanted would have wanted to see. Cause I know they just turned that shit into a concert. I know they I know they was they did, they did. And Redman, you know, Redman birthday weekend was like, I, I think it's either all 420 or like a couple of days before, but it was oh, basically no. birthday weekend, and then you go oh, right no. into 420. And you got a red and meth versus or whatever. The fuckery is I have been. Right 
The fucker is what? I haven't finished it yet. I need to watch it because I've been working all week. I haven't had a chance to fully watch that joke, but <laughs> yeah, you know they like my favorite rappers. Anyway, matter of fact, I, I would def I would safely say the bring the pain method man is the reason why I started rapping. I like that song pretty much. Pretty much. But um, I can see from this this um this podcast seemed like a podcast of verses. So, you know, you got your um your tiz takes about the rap battles or whatever. We had Cap Cyclops, Red versus Meth or whatever. And uh, my favorite fuckery of this week, Derek Jackson versus Cameron. Let me tell you. <laughs> let me tell you. Oh, so this- oh, oh, what? <laughs> let me tell Derek, you. Jack- Those are the two names that I did not see coming across the same... Let me tell like, you. Like, how did, how did they intersect? What the hell? This is how it happened. Yeah, now, yeah. <clears throat> oh, well, boy. first off, let me throw the rest in peace in. Rest in peace, DMX. Rest in peace, Black Rob. And rest in peace, Indeed. Shock G. That just happened today. I just saw it today. Well, hold on, what? Shock G? Yes, Shock G. No, what is, yo, what is, yo, 2020 and 2021 is going ham bone. Fuck Rio. Rest in peace. Did you yes. just say Shock G? Yes, Shock G. The one to put the, the satin in the panties. Yes, Shock G. Shock. Yeah, man. That, that just popped up like a couple of um that that popped up like two hours ago before we even started recording or whatever. I saw my homeboy twin. He said in uh um we were trapped with my um brother. The Yo, shock G pass, man. We done lost MF Doom shock. G. Yes, we done lost like it's like a rapper mm-hmm. every week. Vaughn, like it's just some like what in the hell is happening? Yo, is, what is going on? Yo, is it I'm noticing know. more deaths because I'm older now? Is it like think- what is going on? But it's like I feel like this is the most celebrity deaths, yeah. And in once. one short span that I personally remember in my lifetime at any point. Like mm-hmm. this past year, I feel like it's been like a deluge of just like and, and then that old name after like, name, bro. It, it's crazy. not like they're crazy. It's not like they're old. They like like they people that's, like in the 50s and that 60s. Part. And that's that what's scary. So yeah, man. Um so yeah, rest in peace them um to get back to the subject this is what started so like i said recipes dmx uh basically Derek jackson or whatever he posted a basically a rest in peace dmx post pretty much or whatever and um this is like after he's been like radio silent for a good minute uh, um in in general so i guess Mm -hmm. I guess when um, his post popped up on Cameron's timeline, mm-hmm. Cameron had something to say, pretty much. <laughs> I'm uh, sure he did. <laughs> I'm sure he did. So this is, what Cam- this is what Cameron said. <laughs> and mind you, Cameron is one of my favorite rappers. Not right just on. off of rap, just off of personality. Because on social media, he is hilarious. Is that is hilarious. Like I simply 
I, I didn't even follow him because he was one of my, you know, why you, you go on Instagram and say people you can follow and stuff like that. I already seen it a couple of times and I'm like, I, I didn't really follow him. But after I saw a couple of posts that he posted, like through Twitter or Facebook or whatever, I was like, man, I'm following him because this is this is just too funny not to get into it. But is this is what Cameron said to Derek Action Jackson. <laughs> yeah. Action Jackson. This nigga been low since he got caught cheating. Now he want to resurface with this post talking about the DMX post. I know new X personally. He don't fuck with your kind, homie. Don't try to use the sympathy card, nigga. Fuck out of here. Go figure out how to lie. Trick more women and shit on niggas, on your own niggas. Hashtag clout chasing. Damn. So Derek Jackson responded. <laughs> so Derek Jackson responded with um, a little bit of passive aggressive. I'm going to try to feel I'm going to I'm going to make it seem like I'm mature in this situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, big homie, you acting like I cheated on you. This ain't the type of event to use your voice, your your hurt feel to voice your hurt feelings about me. Respect this brother's legacy and his family more than you're you're doing right now right and okay okay the professional answer that you would expect that makes sense mm-hmm. but ever since then cameron's been going in man on a man he i think he let up now but man it just haven't stopped he was like dog i'm not the one you want to try to go do it back and forth with or whatever but Man, if y'all catch up on it, man, it's hilarious, man. Cameron is like the perfect well, type damn. of pet. Yeah, because Cameron will, he like that 50 cent type petty, like, mm-hmm. just went, like really? Mm-hmm. That far? No, he is. He that is the far? Yo, right. Remember him and remember the beef between him and 50 cent? That was hilarious. No, matter of fact, any diss that Cameron has ever said, is hilarious, yo. I might not even have had yes. his side in the beef every single time, but I still rooted for but him. It's, it's, it's entertaining. I don't ever, I don't ever get disappointed yeah, if Cameron, Cameron did. Cameron, he got the entertainment factor now. <clears throat> Funny talk about Jay Z wearing chocolates. Hey, he man, got the chocolates on. Oh man, G- Jay, whatever the fuck he wanted, a billion dollar chocolates. I thought, um, <laughs> I thought Fifty Cent might have met his match when he came up against Cameron, though, because every time Fifty Cent came back with some, Cameron came right back. Yeah, they was a good, they was a good little, little, little squ- squabble. Curtis, <laughs> big facts. But all right, so going down the line. Um, uh, I like to say positive vibes and goodwill soon to um, Baby Blue or Pretty Ricky because he got shot in a robbery in South Florida. Yo, what is yo? <laughs> yo, it's like it's like and then, man, and then and, and then, then, then and then yeah. yeah. But on a good note, because we We're we brought this up on the live, we brought this on the live, so. I'm gonna put this up there. We've been, definitely been on the uh, the stock market and and digital coin hustle, learning all that. Nas, our boy Nas, invest uh, invested in Coinbase, 
which was uh you know basically what Tiz was talking about in our live the the uh, cryptocurrency that's been going on created by Brian mm-hmm. Armstrong, one hundred billion strong. So Nas invested in it in about like a year after it was created because uh, it came out two thousand twelve and I think he invested it in two thousand thirteen. And they mm-hmm. say whenever Nas invests in something, it's always between one hundred and five hundred k. So mm-hmm. by now, he has at least around 160 mil off of Coinbase, pretty much. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. For the year. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. uh, Kevin mm-hmm. Durant, mm-hmm. He, he just started um, investing in Coinbase in like 2017. And he said that he's valued at like, um, he said his investment went over like 6,000 percent. And I still trying to figure out how you go over. Is that even a percentage? You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that people, crazy. we gotta fair people find out how to get that get your investment, get that money while on you're breathing, and get your money on. We on gonna get Uncle money. Curtis back on. If you got mm. your questions, send them on so we Curtis. can get this money. <laughs> Coming soon, the best of the podcast's greatest hits. You feel me? <laughs> gotta get this money, man. Gotta get this money, buddy. That's it. All right. So this is my last of the fuckery. I'm about to get real serious right here because this is kind of close to home. On the low, it's it. You when we the main subject we talk about here it is not close to home because he's not from my area or whatever, but. Mm-hmm. You'll see how it ties pretty much. Okay. All right. So it was this data breach um, at this Christian crowdfunding website called Give, Send, Go. And it revealed that serving police officers and public officials have donated money to fundraisers for accused vigilante murderers and far right activists and fellow officers accused of shooting black Americans. Um, in many of these cases, the donations were attached to an official email, like official email addresses, but they were like, like it was attached to that email, but they would donate saying anonymous. Mm-hmm. But when you, when you, what? you track down the IP address, you, you will see the official email from that person right there. So right. it's easy for them to find it um, pretty much. So, um, it will so that raised questions about the use of public resources and and in supporting such campaigns. So beneficiaries like Kyle Rittinghouse, that that seventeen year old boy that went into that BLM protest and with the the assault rifle. Gotcha. Uh huh. So gotcha. Um, murdering protesters in Kenosha, Wisconsin, last August. Mm-hmm. Um. According to the data from the site, between August 27th and uh, 2020 and January 7th, uh, 2021, they raised $586,940. Jesus Christ. Donations of $25 made on September 3rd of 2020 was anonymous, mm-hmm. anonymously Oh man, these these syllable words is messing me up. And I used to rap. Hey, 
So I'm a lips again. Oh god. Oh god. Oh god. Oh Patreon. Patreon, man. When you hear <laughs> he look like he got a transplanted on his face, and that's what's trying to talk because that shit is coming out. Flip, 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 flip. Flick it, flick it. All right, what the fuck? So, on September the 3rd, to um, 20, it was a $25 donate, uh, donation anonymously donated. Um, it was found associated with the official email for Sergeant William Kelly who currently serves as the executive officer of internal affairs in Norfolk, Virginia police department, internal affairs, pretty close to home, man, internal affairs. So, you know, the the police officers ain't getting checked for no crazy shit because he on some crazy shit because he's on some crazy shit. You know what I'm saying? So, um, and this is the comment that he left. God bless. Thank you for your courage. Keep your head up. You've done nothing wrong. Dot, dot, dot. Every rank and file police officer supports you. Don't be discouraged by your actions of political. Uh, don't be discouraged by actions of political class of law enforcement leadership. <laughs> so I, I put that out there to just put my people out here that lives near me in the um, 757 area. Y'all know that Norfolk is basically wrong of the 757 area. It's the middle square right there in the middle of the 757 area. Yep. If you live in any of the seven cities, Chesapeake, Suffolk, uh, Virginia Beach, uh, Hampton, and, and Newport News, and Portsmouth, my hometown, somehow, some way, you're going to have to go through Norfolk some kind of way, pretty much. So this guy works in internal affairs. Internal affairs, and it's all—it's been controversy about just Norfolk um, and how things been running in Norfolk, where like they're running people out of homes and stuff so they can rebuild and gentrify the area, or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know if you—if um, y'all know, but they're actually in a process of building the casino in Norfolk, which is mm-hmm. going to rival a casino that's being built in Portsmouth or whatever. So uh, it's it's a lot of uh, areas. Yeah, it's a it's a lot of areas, you know, like they cleaning out where you got pretty much the project areas and stuff like that. And it's they're getting totally wiped out pretty much, man. I have a friend that actually live in Norfolk or whatever. And yeah, she's that whole street or whatever. They're going across and they're knocking down houses and they're giving some people they're giving them vouchers to get other houses or whatever, but that's what's been going on here. Um, so I'm I'm just putting that out there, man. Y'all just hey, I know Virginia uh, rally up and hold your head, man. Not I know nice. we're in a turning point. You know, marijuana is le- being legalized and stuff like that, but it's still Stay a lot of weeding yourself. weeding out. We need to do because when you have somebody in eternal affairs. Uh, an organization that is supposed to police the police on how they police the public or whatever. And they approve on people getting killed or whatever citizens that they supposed to be protecting or whether, whether they want to or not, that is still your job. You know what I'm saying? Like 
we just need to work together. Like, that's why I don't be honest. My because I have low faith in America's system itself, I have low faith in voting system. But as far as voting locally and the people that you're going to encounter every day or whatever, I still mm. think that is that is way more important than the presidency and um, congressmen and senators or whatever. Just I would agree. That. But yeah, that's that, normally the good and fuckery don't end on a serious note. Well, sometimes they do, but Ain't I no just want to put that out there. Fuckery is, is some serious fuckery. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. Seven cities rally up, man. That, yeah, that, it's that, it's that, that it's a lot of um, it's, it's a lot of protests been going on, man. Like for the past like couple of years or, mm-hmm. or whatever. Like people been protesting. I don't remember. Um, because we got a lot of Confederate flag statues and oh, Confederate you know, statues or whatever around here. So people been um, protesting in, um, in Portsmouth and Norfolk. They shut down a whole highway one time. Matter of fact, it was the highway, the main highway from downtown Norfolk or whatever. As well, they should. Or whatever. And um, what's it do? Remember Jafari from ODU? That, you that name had- sound familiar. You had a dance battle with him one time, man, when it was the House of Blue. Yes. Yep. Got you. Yeah. He used to paint his face and stuff. Man, that man has become an activist, man. He, I I follow him on Instagram or whatever, man. And he is, he's out there in the front lines for real, for real. Like at first, at first I thought like, hi, is this, is he just doing this just to do stuff? But, Mm -hmm. oh man, it seemed like every issue that's been going on, he's right there out there. And um you gotta respect uh, that. Yep. Even in that, that last shooting that was in um the ocean front, he speak on that too. So yeah, man, we we doing things out here. So but yeah, man, that was this week's good and fuckery. Right on, man. Right on. The revolution will be televised. It, it needs to be something. Or at least caught on camera phone, damn it. Televised and publicized. Publicized is a great word because we need to publicize this week's Black Business of the Week. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. This week, this week, we're highlighting Lucas Oliver and Baby Boys Bulls on Facebook. Um, it's a small family right channel. I personally purchased my um American bully from him. That's uh got an American pocket bullet, full bread, all paperwork. So good to go. I'm gonna personally start my own business in a few years based off this first dog here. Um any information I need, I, I can always contact um the Oliver family and they can let me know what I need going forward. They're very informational, they know what they're doing. Um everything is a good setup where they're at, location. Um y'all check them out, man. Once again on Facebook is Baby Boys Bulls. Once again, that's B-A-B-Y-B-O-Y-Z-B-U-L-L-Z on Facebook. Lucas Oliver and Baby Boys Bulls. Hey. And as always, man, um, you can always check out another black business. Your boys, the partners. Um, oh, yeah. You know, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You can uh, definitely see this episode 
um, and hear this episode on all podcast streaming platforms and on YouTube. You can listen wherever you're at, whatever your favorite uh, app is, you can use it, it'll work. Um, links to everything that we do can be found at thepodness.com. But if you want to, you know what I'm saying, get at us, the quickest thing you can do, or if you want to support us, the quickest thing you can do is to go to buymeacoffee.com or patreon.com and become a member. Or, or, or just go ahead and donate by just buying us a coffee for as little as a dollar. Um, also, you can find us or support us by going to um, our anything and commenting. Um, your words mean a lot. And we like to have conversations after the show. If you disagree with something we said, if you think that uh, Captain America would murder Cyclops, or if you think the Cyclops would split Captain America in half, you know what I mean? Like we want to hear it and we will have the conversation with you. So uh, comment, 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 like, 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 like the video if you're watching this or listening to this on YouTube. Subscribe. Share, yes, comment. share and subscribe for sure. Oh, like and make sure if you're doing this on YouTube, if you're doing this on YouTube, like, 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 like. Um, that helps us out in the algorithm and lets other people find us a lot easier. Um, so yeah, man. Um, where can they find us if they want to hit us up and they don't want to do it in the comment section below? Where can they find us, Pat? At T H E P O D N A S. Uh, that is the Instagram and that is the Twitter. And uh, just put T H E P O D N A S in the search on Facebook. Tiz, Face, Pat, all the partners. Um, you can find us there. Uh, like, share, comment, subscribe. And if uh, you got, uh, we have a live show every Sunday. If y'all have any videos y'all want us to comment on, or whatever and we got plenty of videos for this week we've been stocked up so um just feel free to uh dm us at our on our facebook uh just comment anywhere man and we'll pick it up pretty much indeed indeed um oh, yeah. face face yeah. if they want to yeah. if they want to represent the pod squad and let people know that hey man you know when they walking out amongst the world and the and whatever their environment is where can they get the merch, man? Where can they where can they get the um, merch and apparel? Well, currently you can go to teespring.com backslash stores backslash partner dash closet dash one. Once again, that's teespring.com backslash stores backslash P-O-D-N-A-S dash closet. The simple word closet. I know you know how to spell it. Dash the number one. Check it off all merchandise. Right. We have cell phone cases, garment bags. We also have shirts, long sleeves, short sleeves, kids' apparels, women's clothing. Oh, we got what you need. Check us out. COVID mask. Oh, yes, definitely. And that's a necessity these days. Yeah. Whatever you want, we got Raptor Pod Squad. Um, and if you can't remember all of that that we just told y'all, then just go to thepartners.com. There you can email us. You can uh, go to any one of our social media accounts. You can um, check out our live show and get direct access to it from there. 
Um, you can see old episodes and get a taste of what we do before, you know what I mean, you even join us on any one of those other platforms. And, uh, Behind the scenes action. Yeah, man, thepartners.com, man, the easiest way to find everything in a one-stop shop. And um, that's our show for this week, man. Uh, the end of a double week, so y'all will be getting this on what is Friday to you. Um, so, yeah, man, we working. We working. You know what I mean? And uh, as always, we will also see us in our live show. You didn't ask us, but the show where we, we talk about random it. topics from the internet and random videos and random whatever the fuck we can find from that week around the internet. We talk about it and give our opinions on it because nobody asked us, but we're going to tell you about it anyway. Um, and that's at 9.30, 9.30 p.m. on Sunday, 9.30 p.m. on Sunday on Facebook or YouTube, whichever one you want to check us out on. What you got, Pat? We got to add that rapper that Gator Girl told us about on the live, that 64RAR. We got to add him up there. Yo, got please, him. please put that up on the uh, docket, yo. And the Haiti baby. Yep, I'm going to do that yeah, right Add one. that to the docket, man. Yep, I'm going to do that right when we get off. Yeah, just add it. We just gonna add new shit to the old docket since we never got to play our videos last week since uh shit just wanted yeah. to mm -hmm. act a hot ass. Um, y'all over the week, pray a blessing, pray a blessing over these next couple of days on on uh our streaming app that uh, mm. it, it decides to work with us and allow us mm -hmm. to share our stupidity. And I talked to it last week. and told me it's gonna get his shit together. Okay, bet because he need to. Hey, man, why fizzle? But and that's the funny I, part. The Wi-Fi was like the internet connections were fine. It was something I guess on the actual streaming site. So it was the app. Hopefully was they the they servers us together too, and hopefully not a lot of people are streaming at that time and we can get through. But uh, yeah, man. How was your experience? Be able to share videos this time. We're gonna. Have I'm gonna tell you how my experience uh, was. I tell you sure. what though. Um, <laughs> shout out to. Donnell and uh, Gator Girl. Who else was in there, man? There was a few people in there last week. Mm -hmm. um, who yep. I'm about to check it out. I'm missing uh, so bad, man. Uh, Smoke God, the book of Smoke Negro. Smoke God, right on. Uh, Smoke God. That random that keeps saying hello all the time. No, it was somebody uh, that was that was talking to us with. But, uh, dude, Dominique. Dominique, that's who it was. Dominique, shout out to Dominique, man. Like, um, we had tech difficulties, man. They just like they some real pod squatters, man. Like they be talking in the comments, and they, you know, what I'm saying, actually stuck around, and we just had some good build, man. And um, yeah, that was dope, man. And that's the type of community we want, where we can just sit around and just talk and converse. Um, and you can we still get to look more. We still getting a little comfortable with this with this stuff here, man. But I think one day we're gonna have to have a panel where we uh, have some topics and we let people come up and get their opinions on it too, man. And we talk, debate, you know what I mean, and laugh <clears> it up and chop it up. So, uh, but yeah, man. Thank y'all to y'all, man. Appreciate y'all. Love y'all, pod squatters. And as always, man. As always, I am Tiz, one third of the partners, and I am along with. I am the Padawan. He is I, and I am him. Slim wit. <laughs> yes, your boy. Face in a place, and I stayed awake the entire time. Now stay awake. <laughs>
I don't have to do this over here. That's just the dopest part of this episode. Um, but yeah, um, check out our last episode. It literally just dropped. Um, check out this episode, of course. You've, if you made it this far, you already have. Um, and yeah, look out for our live on Saturday. It should be a doozy because we got a lot of topics. So that means we got a lot of shit to talk. So um, see y'all, oh, yeah. love y'all. And what you, you about to say something? Oh yeah, if y'all um, into the music industry and y'all want to hear our discussion on the music industry, art versus industry, that's out right now. That's pretty much what we were talking about on the live, concise and everything with different parts. So y'all can and just go dropping some that. gems. So jump in there and get in, get in some of that combo too. Yes, oh, yes, yeah. yes, yes, Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, so yeah, man, love y'all. Uh, thank y'all for coming out. Peace God out. bless you. Good night. Yeah. <laughs>